Welcome to Lost in Menstruation, the podcast with Gemma Barry from the Well Woman Project, the podcast that talks about women's health. Hey you beauts, it's Gemma Barry from the Well Woman Project bringing you another Lost in Menstruation podcast. Now, April is an adenomyosis awareness month. So March was endometriosis, April is all about the adenomyosis. Um not many people know about endometriosis, even less know about adenomyosis. So um, that's enough of the meiosis business. I am just going to shorten it to adeno and endo from now on in. Um, now, I have both of these conditions because I'm greedy like that. Uh, but endometriosis um, is a condition where the endometrium cells grow on the outside of the uterus and adeno is when the um, endometrium grows into the muscle wall uh, of the um, uterus and uh, it can be called things like soggy uterus because that's just gorgeous isn't it let's let's be honest um and uh, it can be called things like lumpy or thickened um, because when you look at the uterus wall that's kind of what it looks like. I'm alright with lumpy and thickened but soggy, no. Um, just no. Um, now, the two conditions uh, can, they kind of go together a little bit like <laughs> eczema and asthma. Um, often the two come as a pair but not always so it isn't just because you've got endo you're definitely going to have adeno and vice versa um but they can well be both present in um somebody um adeno is because of it being contained um it can be picked up by um ultrasound which is quite handy because that is way less in, uh, invasive than having a laparoscopy, which is the only definitive way to diagnose endo currently. Um, and again, the reason that it can be picked up that way is because, like I said, it looks thickened and they'll be able to see areas of where this uh, endo is sort of taking place. I don't know, sorry. God, I'm getting confused now. Um, maybe we are to just nickname them Pinky and Perky and be done with it. But um, yes, yeah, so you can you can find out that you've got it like via ultrasound scan. So that's pretty much what happened with me and my saga. So um, I when I went to have surgery for my cyst Persephone, I um, because I was having a laparoscopy, they found that I had endometriosis. Um, they then weren't sure for three months whether they'd actually taken my ovary away um, and I had specifically asked that they didn't do that um, and in that time they wrote to me twice to say that they had actually taken my ovary away uh, both times I queried it they were like oh no no we definitely haven't taken your ovary away so in the end I was like can we just have a scan because I'm really just not going to believe you until I see that ovary for myself with my own eyes and in just a weird turn of events it 
must have been the universe giving me a helping hand because because of that happening I then found out that I had adenomyosis which had been missed during the surgery and uh, probably because they weren't even freaking looking for it I mean I've got enough stuff growing in there but um, yeah the ultrasound scan showed that I had that so yeah I scored myself a hat trick um, on all things that could possibly have in your womb I've pretty much got all of them uh, plus some extras with adeno um, there's definitely some bloating stomach like heaviness during your period um, bleeding can be significantly heavier um, you could be you know soaking through pads every hour or so um, passing quite large clots um, the heavy bleeding obviously then causes problems with things like anemia uh, tiredness just generally not being able to function because you can't be too far away from a toilet which is let's face it really fucking inconvenient especially if you're trying to work you know in an office and all of that um kind of thing um pain is also can be quite significant with this um and again it can be mistaken for other things like ibs um other gut problems because of the symptoms so if any of that resonates with you then you know this and you haven't heard about uh, adenomyosis by for, before um it absolutely might be worth getting an ultrasound scan and getting yourself checked out so the reason being that women can experience quite high levels of discomfort with uh, adeno is because the um, because of the endometrium growing into the muscle or the, the myometrium, which is the outer uterine muscle. Um, when you have your period, you're effectively having your period bleeding into the muscle of your uterus. Uh, which is obviously very fucking uncomfortable. Um, so whereas the lesions in endometriosis, which are on the outside, they all bleed at the same time, this is actually contained within the uterus and is bleeding into the walls of the uterus because um, the endometrium is embedded into that. So uh, it is a bit of a clusterfuck. I don't know, can look from the symptoms a lot like uh, fibroids. Um but fibroids have a clearer look to them on an ultrasound scan to endo. Um, oh, fuck's sake. I can't differentiate between the two myself now. So fibroids have a more contained look, uh, whereas adeno, um, just like I say, it, it can give that sort of lumpy, thickened um, look to your, your uterine wall. So it can be, you know, trickier to say categorically that that's what it is um, and it also makes it then difficult to just take away those little parts because it's more distributed around the uterus so more often than not in terms of a medical I'll sort this out is to be offered a hysterectomy with it um, but you don't have to because uh, yeah I have endo and adeno and um I don't have these horrific periods or painful periods or anything else. So um, it absolutely can be sorted out in a more natural and holistic way for sure. 
So as with everything, there is always a long list of symptoms. And again, you may or may not have all of them or just a handful or none at all. Um, that is just the weird and wonderful way our bodies work. You know, everybody is slightly different. But the sort of more common ones are the, the heavy menstrual bleeding, also known as flooding. Um, so this is when you get up and feel like the whole fucking world is falling out of your vag, basically. Um, you will be like whizzing through sanitary towels like there is no tomorrow and um, almost can't keep up with how much blood is coming out of you, hence why it's called flooding. Uh, and this can be to do, again, with um, like where the uterus is positioned actually because um, if the position of the uterus is that she's leaning more towards the back then as you stand up and move around you're going to create this sort of gush as with gravity it just comes out uh, now some women experience this at night uh, and will be up and down needing to you know change pads pants bed sheets you name it or having to sleep on plastic sheets or you know lots of towels and stuff like that because the um the flooding occurs at night ideally um this brings me on to quite a good point actually that ideally at night really we shouldn't be disturbed with our period you know it shouldn't be that it's it's that heavy at night that is waking us up because as we slow down, so the, the bleeding should also slow down whilst we sleep. And um, again, because of us laying down, not being upright, uh, it, it makes sense that our bleed should be happening whilst we're up and about and walking around and then it tapers off at night. So if you are finding that you're having really monstrous bleeds at night, then I would say that that probably isn't um, a great sign that everything in your period is really, really healthy. Um, so severe abdominal cramping, um, I can give you the scientific names for this because you may well have heard them. I don't really talk in medical jargon, to be honest, because inevitably you say the words and then people have to translate what the hell it is anyway. But, um, heavy menstrual bleeding is called, um, mena, oh Christ, I don't know whether I can even pronounce it, menoraja. Uh, and then severe abdominal cramping is called dysmenorrhea. Um, and that can feel like you're fucking having a baby. Now, I've never had a baby. I have had ovarian cysts, though, <laughs> and they're really freaking sore. Now, there have been times when um, my period wasn't really that healthy, that I was passing massive clots. Uh, and I'm talking like the size of your hand kind of clots. And um, that would fucking hurt because you you're ba you know that is having to pass through your cervix, so you are for all intents purposes birthing something, um, and that is very very uncomfortable um, to the point that you just have to breathe through it, sit down, like assume the fetal position, like it stops you dead in your tracks. Um, so again, we've talked about this uh, enlarged. Um, heavy uterus uh any tenderness during any kind of like pelvic exam again you know ideally that shouldn't be there um severe bloating to the point that you're looking pregnant um 
any nausea and vomiting uh, during your period isn't really ideal um i mean obviously if you have a tummy upset during your period then there will be some nausea and there will be some vomiting but uh like i say in well like i am always saying ideally we're looking for that boring period we're looking for that period that just comes in and goes and it doesn't leave us feeling like we've gone through fucking battle you know if you are having these symptoms it is telling you that something in your body is not correct uh, and it is asking for help at the end of the day um some women can hear can feel this like quite intense bearing down sort of sensation which can lead to heaviness and pain in the legs um or that like through to the lower back but also sending that pain right down into the legs um bleeding between periods a continuous bloody discharge throughout your cycle um painful sex pressure on your bladder um, because of the size of the uterus, needing to go to the toilet frequently for a wee, um, and any kind of uh, painful bowel movements um, during your period. Uh, going for a poo should absolutely never feel uncomfortable. Um, and yeah, that that is something that definitely is a, um, a red flag for sure. So passing large clots during your period is um, classic with this as well. Um, and every woman will pass some sort of clot during your period because you are shedding the um, inside of your uterus lining. But I'm talking like badass clots, like real, mean, like you feel like you're having a baby kind of clots. Um, yeah, those are are not indicative of a normal period um prolonged menstrual bleeding like you know for two weeks or more uh which this obviously then flags up things like um anemia so you know extreme tiredness just can't keep your eyes open put one foot in front of the other um dizziness can also be uh attributed to having low iron too um and then there are issues with fertility and stuff like that as well. So there are a huge, huge list of um, of the if issues that can be attributed to adeno. For some women, um, they want to go down the medical route of uh, sorting out adenomyosis, which is totally cool. Um, and hormones would definitely be a first port of call for that. Um, surgically things that can be done would be to have uh, adenomyectomy which is basically the removal of the adenomyosis in and around the uterus uh, something called a DNC which is dilation and curettage uh, and this basically involves going in for day surgery um, having an anaesthetic your cervix is dilated they go in there with kind of like a spoon and they scrape everything out basically um and you're in and out in the in a day for that um and then ablation is also a surgical procedure where the endometrial layer of the uterus uh is destroyed effectively um and this is not really indicated for women who wish to go on to have ch any more children if they've had some or are wanting to have children um and uh that is 
is burnt away during the procedure and can make periods much much lighter or like they stop altogether sometimes uh, and then obviously there is um, the hysterectomy as an option too um, when I was diagnosed with um, endo and adeno my surg uh, surgeon said to me like basically Jem you've got to be on hormones now for the rest of your life to deal with this or we'll need to give you a hysterectomy um i mean talk about being in a rock and a hard place with it i said no um because well one i couldn't go back you know i can't undo that kind of stuff um if i've already agreed to it and i thought no i'm just does not sit well, does not feel comfortable for me to do either of those options. I have been on um, synthetic hormones and they have not served me well. So that was my decision that I made and um, yeah, over the course of the subsequent years I have put myself into remission with that. So I am the proud owner of Boring Periods which is just living the dream. Um, and yeah for me I think there needs to be more options available and that's why I am always wanging on about what they are because um, when you go and see a surgeon they are of course going to say yeah have surgery because that's what they do right that's what they believe in um, when you come and see someone who does holistic and alternative health, they're going to say, yeah, I can help with this um, because that's what they believe in. The difference being, you can then always go on and have the surgery if you want to um, because holistic and alternative health is never going to take anything away that you can't get back. It is going to you know, work with your symptoms, work with your body and um, find a place of balance. Um, so for me, that is the most important message I can possibly ever give to anyone is that of informed choice um, and knowing what you're signing up for. Sadly, so many women get to the point where they're so fucking desperate. They're like, just get rid of all of it. Just get rid of all of it because I am done. And you know what? I understand that. If you have been battling with people trying to well getting people to believe that you're in this much pain and discomfort whatever to start with or you know you've just been in and out trying loads of different things loads of different drugs loads of different pain relief and then someone says to you if I take all of this away it will make it just stop like yeah you're going to sign yourself up for that aren't you um because living with constant pain uh living with badass periods that just floor you isn't fun it really really isn't fun but the precursor to this is this is why it's so important to understand that periods don't and shouldn't look this way and if we have that knowledge if we understand that as a collective in the female world then um we can seek help before it gets to the point that you don't want your body parts anymore you know um so i am not here to judge whatever turn of events have happened for you you know you might well be listening to this and you have had everything whipped out you know like it it doesn't this isn't a reflection on that choice at all but 
that also comes with its own circumstances and problems, you know, especially if you're a younger woman um, and you then have to support yourself hormonally because, in essence, you could have put yourself into menopause if they take the ovaries and everything as well. So, uh, you know, although, yes, it fixes the problem, there will be consequences because of having it. So you just want to make sure that you have the informed choice and you have all of the um, the facts before committing to something that you then can't undo. So uh, I hope this has been helpful in um, in how to like understand an illness you may well have never even heard of. Um, but if you know there is somebody around you who has shown any of these symptoms or is really struggling with their periods or whatever then i'm hoping that this sort of opens up the conversation about it and uh you know highlights that these symptoms that you have might well not be endometriosis you know but they're not normal all right that is the bottom line if you are experiencing severe pain if you are experiencing very heavy periods if you are experiencing humongous clots coming out of you every month you know very long periods but just bleeding all the time i mean that is your life force you don't have a lot of blood in your body and if you are you know bleeding it out if you were if that was your arm or whatever that was bleeding that heavily you would be seeking help for that so it's really really important that um we you know nip those symptoms into the bud uh, and seek help so the way in which I work with women holistically is to really readdress their whole life um, and we'd be looking at diet lifestyle um, the symptoms that they are presenting with and like working backwards with all of that and getting some herbal uh, support in amongst all of it some um, massage techniques in amongst all of it uh, and generally creating a space of well-being um, and yeah it is it is a beautiful thing to watch um, seeing that transformation uh, take place and occur so again I hope you found that helpful and any questions just hit me up and uh, yeah I will see you in another episode of Lost in Menstruation um, you take care of yourselves and I'll see you soon big love thanks so much for tuning in please come and find me on the socials Facebook page The Well Woman Project Instagram Well Woman Project and my website thewellwomanproject.com